Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of AdMail. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. I'm here to help you find the answers to the most frequently asked questions from my clients about self-directed retirement accounts. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of AdMail. I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney, founder of IRA Financial. And on today's episode, three questions from social media, two on the checkbook control IRA LLC and one on the solo K. So um, let's get right to it and have some fun. So question number one, this is from Twitter. If I have a self-directed IRA LLC and want to change LLC bank accounts, do I have to send the funds back to the custodian? Great question. Get this question all the time. So here's the scenario. I have an IRA LLC. I am the manager. My IRA is the owner. It's a single member LLC. I live in Florida. So let's say my bank account is at Chase um, or let's just say Capital One since IRA Financial has a great relationship with Capital One. Uh, I have my banking at Capital One and for whatever reason, I want to change it to Chase. What do I do? Do I need to send the money in the bank account back to IRA Financial Trust, which is the custodian of the IRA LLC, or do I just open a new bank account and send the money from LLC to LLC? And the answer is thankfully the easy solution, the easy option. And that is an LLC can have multiple bank accounts, right? So you can have your money at Capital One, you can have it at Chase, you can have it at Wells Fargo. So all you need to do is simply open up a new bank account in the name of the LLC, not the IRA, and then move the money from one bank account to another. Again, we're not moving the money out of the LLC. If you were taking a distribution, then the money would have to go from the LLC to the owner, IRA Financial, care of your IRA, and then you would receive the money from IRA Financial. Here, the money's still staying in the LLC family. All we're doing is just changing our banking relationship. So the simple option is the right answer, and you can simply open a new bank account in the name of the LLC and move the money from one bank account to the other, and that will solve your problem. So thank you, Twitter follower, for that question. Second question comes from Facebook, or now Meta, whatever, whatever it's called. I'm still calling it Facebook. If I own real estate in a solo 401k plan and want to do a Roth conversion, how would that work? Another great question. And I've been on the Roth conversion, um, I guess, um, pathway over the last month or so because there's been a number of provisions in, at least in the recent tax bill, there are or there is a Roth conversion um, provision but it's not going to kick in uh, for 10 years, um, which um, actually follows the Roth conversion provisions in prior uh, tax bill. So essentially under the current tax bill, which is expected to pass in mid-November, um, irrespective of your income value, you're still going to be able to do Roth conversions. Why? Because it raises money. But in 2031, they're going to stop it, assuming stays, um, the provision stays in by then. A lot can change in the next 10 years, <laughs> clearly, right? So um, in 2031, going forward, there'll be income limitations for Roth conversions, but for the next 10 years, you can still do them. So that means if you have a solo K and you have some real estate in it, clearly you don't have to sell the real estate, right, to do the conversion. That would be just so impractical. So 
basically this is what you need to do. Step one, you get to value your real estate. And if you're doing a conversion, since it's a taxable event, I would have an independent value, whether it's from a real estate agent or some online source, I would have an independent value. And then what you would need to do is, if you're working with IRA Financial, um, good news, because we were gonna help you do this, um, we will help you file, we will file for you what's called a 1099R, okay? Which indicates to the IRS that you're doing a conversion. This is generally filed in January the following year. Um, but before that, what I would do is I would have a letter to file stating that on this date, you are as trustee and as planned participant, your intention is to tra transfer or convert this asset valued at this map, C attached valuation from pre-tax to Roth. Um, what you can do is also uh, open a sub account under your 401k. If you're a capital one, we can do it for you. And we'll just put the word Roth at the end. So any income that comes in from that real estate will just be associated with this new Roth account. Um, any cash that you're converting, I would move to that new Roth account. You would, we would help file the 1099R. And then on your 1040 tax return the following April, you will add the amount of the conversion to your, just to your gross income. And then your tax would be based off your modified adjusted gross income, you know, based off other deductions uh, and other income you have. So the good news is you don't have to sell the property. It's essentially just paperwork. First step, um, get it valued. Second step, letter to file. So there's a record of your date and your intention. Step three, I would open a, a new bank account for the income from that real estate, rental income, for example. Um, if you're using Capital One through IRA Financial, let us know, we'll do that for you in, in minutes. And then step four, we will file the 1099-R for you the following January, indicating the IRS the conversion occurred, and then obviously file your tax return uh, in April 15th, and you wanna include the amount of conversion as income. Um, it's actually easier than doing an IRA conversion because there's no custodian, right? This all happens through you as, as the trustee of the plan. So um, it's actually an easier process. Cash obviously is just easy. You would move the cash from bank account to bank account, but an in-kind asset like real estate, it's essentially just a paper uh, conversion. So thank you for that question from Facebook slash Meta. Appreciate it. The third and final question of the week um, and again, just, just for newbies, this generally is a weekly podcast that drops every Thursday. And I try to gather from the hundreds of questions I have in queue, actually. And thank you for all those people that are sending in questions by social media, uh, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, uh, Meta, YouTube, Instagram, and also uh, our YouTube channel, which is probably our uh, greatest source of questions. And, and the final question for today's podcast actually comes from YouTube. You can also email at info at IRA Financial, just write uh, ad mail or ask Adam and those questions get to me. So, so don't worry. The third question is, I have an IRA LLC that was formed in California and now I'm moving to Tennessee. Do I have to form a new LLC? So another, these questions are awesome actually. Uh, really, really like today's questions. Um, I wish I had some names, um, but uh, I don't get the names. For some reason, my producer is just sending me the source. So I'm gonna try to get to change that at some point. But these are really great questions. Uh, and this happens quite often, right? Thankfully, there's an easy solution in most cases. So remember, if you have a checkbook control IRA LLC, you don't own it. The IRA owns it, right? And IRAs generally don't have a domicile or a residency. 
So if you are moving from California to Tennessee or Texas to Oklahoma, uh, it's important if you serve as a registered agent. So in this case, let's take this example. This, this person uh, lives in California, um, it was formed in California, and I assume they live there. So they formed the California LLC. The IRA is the owner. They are the registered agent of the California LLC. And um, California, if you don't know, is probably the most expensive state for having an LLC. They have a minimum franchise fee of 800 bucks, even if your LLC is dormant. It's a minimum of 800 and it can travel higher if there's uh, more revenue. So it's, it's an annual $800 fee, um, which is way higher than any other state, right? I think Massachusetts is 500, Tennessee is 300, you know, the rest are anywhere from zero to 200. I would say the average is probably you know, around 150 bucks. So California is super expensive. So, hey, this could be an option. Depending what's in your LLC, if it's real estate, for example, we could set up a Tennessee LLC and we can merge the California LLC or do a contribution of its assets tax-free to the Tennessee LLC and then basically liquidate uh, or terminate, dissolve the California LLC, which would save you the 800 bucks uh, a year. Or you can say, listen, I want to keep California because I have other assets in it like notes um, or private equity investments or private placement investments. And I'm worried that it's going to be confusing. If I can't get the same name, I'd have to go through all kinds of hoops to notify the promoters of these investments that there's a new uh, investor um, or you know, a succession of the uh, California LLC, that, which is now a Tennessee LLC, and it's just not worth the hassle. So I'm just going to leave everything the same. That's fine too. What you need to do is then find a new registered agent. So it could be anyone that lives in the state of California, friend, family. And then you'd also need to file to do business in Tennessee, assuming you're going to own assets in Tennessee. So if you're just moving there and everything is still staying in California, then you can stay in California. Your moving to Tennessee is immaterial to the IRA LLC because, again, you're just a manager. You're not the owner. But if you're going to buy stuff in Tennessee because you're living there and you like the real estate market or you're going to do investments in Tennessee through the IRA LLC, then you have two choices, right? You can do a merger or a contribution of the California LLC assets into Tennessee and close California and just pay Tennessee each year. Or you, you could keep California and file to do business in Tennessee, which will now require you to pay dual annual fees, one to California, one to Tennessee. Or if you're just moving to Tennessee, but everything's staying in California, i.e. You, you have some cash and investments and real estate in California, and you're going to do nothing in Tennessee, just live there, then you don't have to do anything other than finding a new registered agent, uh, anyone who lives in the state of California, to serve as a registered agent. But otherwise, nothing will change because, again, you don't own the LLC, your IRA does. So your movement of residency, the transition from one state to the other personally, doesn't impact the IRA LLC unless the LLC is going to start doing investments in different states, and then you're going to want to register that LLC to do business in those states, especially if it's real estate. If you're just going to be buying notes or lending money to someone in a different state, most likely your, your LLC will not have a nexus to that state unless it's California, which is the most aggressive state in pursuing nexus cases. But if you're a California LLC and you're going to lend someone in Florida money, you're likely not going to have to register to do business in Florida because you're not going to have enough of a connection or nexus to that state. 
but if you have a Florida LLC or IRA and then you're going to lend money to a California resident, believe it or not, California is super aggressive. Even if you have no employees, no office, no connection to the state of California, if you have a borrower there, that may be enough uh, under the California rules to um, require you to do business, file to do business in that state. So um, that that's what I would suggest. If you are transacting in California, you know, talk with us. It's another reason for our, our important and, and really wonderful compliance service is you have access to our tax professionals. This is the kind of information we can get you and help you um, better understand these rules so you can make a, a wise and, and tax efficient decision for your IRA LLC. So uh, there you go. As I mentioned, if you're not moving to Tennessee, you probably just need to change your res. If your assets are not going to be in your IRA LLC is not going to be doing anything in Tennessee, um, you're just moving, then you just may need to get a registered agent for California, assuming you don't maintain an address in the state. If you are going to be shifting your investment strategy to a different state, um, you can merge the California LLC into Tennessee, or you, we could simply do a contribution of the cash or assets tax-free into a new Tennessee LLC and then dissolve California. Uh, or you can keep California and, and just file a new business in Tennessee, but you will have uh, dual uh, annual filing fees. So thank you from uh, the YouTube um, individual that submitted that question. Really, really, really good question. And um, that's it. Those are the three best questions from the prior weeks. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can also obviously watch it on YouTube. Um, and don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. And obviously you can check out the two other podcasts I do at Bits, which drops every Tuesday, and Adam Talks, which drops generally every Wednesday. And you can find those podcasts wherever you do your podcast listening to. So thanks again for spending some time with me today. And uh, I will hopefully talk to everyone again next week. Be well.